Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all of the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And now, the Disney Parks Podcast infotainment segment. We've got a great show for you. Our friend Kevin John has been commissioned to create art for some of the biggest brands in the entire world. He's currently under contract with the Walt Disney Company as a Disney master artist and has been commissioned to create theme park exclusive art for sale in the art of Disney galleries and gift shops at the Walt Disney World Resort and at Disneyland. He's got his hands in a lot of pies. He's incredibly creative. He's got so many cool things. I, I, I could spend all week talking about how much cool stuff he's got going <laughs> on. True. But we've got him tonight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome our good friend, Mr. Kevin John. Good evening. Welcome to the show, pal. Hey. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks for, uh, for having me on once again. Uh, Tony, I, I was just thinking about... Uh, you and one of our first conversations, we, we just uh, kind of eclipsed a, a five-year anniversary, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. maybe it's four-year. Four-year anniversary, Tony. Wow. Um, uh, four years ago is when um, my figment art uh, with Disney um, uh, premiered, and we did that signing at Epcot, and, right. and you guys came out and supported me and everything, and it was it was fantastic. So I think I think it was four, four and a half years ago already. So time flies, brother. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's a long time. I can't yeah. believe it was four years yeah. when you said that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, uh, John. Um, I I don't I don't remember if um, if you had attended that event or not. So uh, again, it was just um, just one of those uh, memories I thought I'd uh, uh, bring up. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't there. the The first time we actually got to hang out was the the artist event that we had with you at uh, Kona Cafe. And I'd met you right, before that, right. but that, uh, that was where we got great. to hang out. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, for those people, we've gotten a lot of new listeners over the last little bit. So if you wouldn't mind kind of reminding everybody how your Disney journey began. Sure. Um, well, you know, I always like to, you know, kind of give people um, a little bit of history. This is, I'm celebrating my 31st year as a professional artist. Um, really built my brand nationally with sports art, creating um, action portraiture for pro athletes and teams, ESPN, uh, that sort of thing. Um, about uh, 
five and a half years ago, uh, Disney reached out to me and um, invited me to come over and talk to them about creating uh, theme park specific art, uh, fine art that would be available in the uh, art galleries, both at Disney World and Disneyland. Um, and that is, uh, uh, that's again, pretty much my direction from Disney, uh, was to really focus on those park elements that we love so much. Um, since then, uh, I have created, um, oh gosh, three haunted mansion pieces, a tower of terror piece, a jungle cruise piece, a tiki room, um, a couple Epcot pieces, so um, you know we've been been very busy. I think I've got I think I've done fifteen total pieces for Disney specifically that sell in the parks. Wow. Um, so that's that's kind of my uh, kind of my journey there. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about. I I, I mean I'm not sure it was a phone call from Disney. Maybe I don't know. It was a letter or something. But I can't imagine like getting like. Oh, uh, hey, Mr. Kevin John, we're interested in your art. You must have been like, what? <laughs> kind of it shocked. was, you know, <laughs> not to um, not to brag uh, at all about, uh, about the brand or to sound braggy about my brand, but I always, I, I have said for, gosh, probably 25 years that I never know who's going to be on the other side of the phone when I answer it. Um, mm. you know, it could be a call from, you know, a, a, a famous celebrity wanting to commission artwork or a, um, a, a pro athlete. Um, you would be surprised what my, what, what I used to call my Rolodex, you know, y'all remember Rolodex yeah, sure. or your, my contact list looks like, right. um, so when a call comes like that, you're, you know, it's just, it's just normal course of business. You know, I mean, mm. certainly it was, you know, after I read through it and everything, I'm like, Oh, this is kind of interesting, but you know, I'll be honest with you. It didn't have a lot of context. Um, I didn't, um, I didn't want to become an employee of Disney. You know, right. I, I've been running my own studio for 31 years. So that wasn't something that, I was interested in. Right. Um, I'm also not a character artist, so I wasn't interested in in pursuing that. You know, painting Mickey Mouse. It's just right. you know, as much as I love the brand, you know, the Disney brand, and love everything about the company, and certainly, you know, my uh, one of my greatest inspirations in career templates is Walt. However, um, it, it just I didn't see the fit. Um, I'm very protective of my brand and very, and I know my lane, I know my limitations and right. what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. Um, so, uh, you know, there's a, the, the famous story goes that, you know, I kind of ignored the thing for uh, a couple of four, six weeks. Um, wow. We got, we got a couple of, we got a couple of more emails um, from them uh, expressing their interest in wanting to get together. And, uh, so finally my girlfriend says, you know, what would it hurt for you to drive over there and, and take a meeting with them? Right. And, uh, I met with them and, and as they explained it to me, I got it immediately. No, they did not want me to become an employee. So that was good. Right. Um, they were offering me what's called a master artist contract. Uh, I have, I have proven myself as an artist on the national stage. I had built my brand to a place where, you know, we were getting, you know, commissioned by some of the largest companies and entertainment properties in, in, in the world, uh, as well as, you know, again, list of pro athletes and celebrities, you know, longer than my arm. Um, so they, they became aware of me that way. And they, uh, they were, I think they trusted the, the brand and the, and the pedigree. Yeah. They also had a very specific notion in mind as to what they wanted me to create. No, they did not want me to paint characters. I, 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 I always say that Disney has a plethora of amazing character artists already. Um, men and women that, you know, that, that is, you know, gosh, they, they do it better than anybody on the planet. They're, they work for Disney, for goodness sakes. 
Um, what they wanted from me was my, you know, I guess I call it stylized realism that, that I create with my uh, watercolor paintings. They wanted me to focus on the park elements, the experiences in the park, the attractions, um, the commemoration, the anniversaries, that sort of thing of the attractions. That's what they wanted from me. And that I understood that I got immediately. And quite frankly, I was thrilled because over and above the characters, the parks are what I really love um, about the company more so even than the films. Um, It's, it's the studio and it's the parks. That's what I love about the company the most. And to now have this opportunity that I've had, um, for the last, again, almost six years to, you know, render, paint, interpret the attractions that Walt himself designed and had a hand in designing, as well as all of the other tremendous Imagineers and Disney legends that came before, um, before us, you know, that worked here at on the Walt Disney World property, Good. you know it's it is a um, to say it's a dream come true is 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 understating it because who who could ever have dreamt something such a perfect fit for for me if if you would have sat eight year old Kevin John down and and told him this you know mm. that this someday was going to be his job. Um, you know, I, I probably would have died on the spot, you know? So it's a, it's a, it's a, that's, it's an interesting story that way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, uh, I find it fascinating, you know, all the artists that, you know, made this journey uh, with Disney. It's very interesting how everybody got to where they got. So very cool to hear though. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm, gonna, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question that uh, may be difficult to answer. Tell okay. us, tell us some of your favorite Disney pieces that you've done so far. Oh, that's that's, that's actually a pretty easy question. Oh, okay. um, I thought you were going to say they hands were down, <laughs> <laughs> hands down, my most absolute favorite right now is the Tower of Terror bellhop. It's a piece called "If You Dare." Um, that hands down is my favorite piece. Um, bringing up the rear at a very close second um, would have to be the first piece that I did for Disney, which was a haunted mansion hatbox ghost piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I, I think if we're going in the in the order of one, two, and three, the third would be um, the piece that I just completed that will premiere here at the end of uh, August. Um, it's the signature art for the food and wine festival for this year. Very nice. Nice. Yeah. Interesting yeah. list. I would probably, I would probably vote. I, I, I can't necessarily speak to the festival art, but I could certainly vote. The first two are my favorites as well. Yeah. Hands down. Plus oh, the, thank you. the thank magic you kingdom thank piece. You. Right. Uh, that we got from you the other day, the the castle piece, the mm. vibrant oranges yeah. and the castle silhouette. That's that's probably climbing to my number two, maybe three position because it's 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 uh, it's gorgeous. We just look at it, but I, but I do love the bellhop, and I certainly do love the haunted mansion piece that you did. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank the, you. Thank one, you very much. Oh, my pleasure. One of the things that you've done that was really intriguing was your 30 sketches in 30 days. Could you could you tell everybody about that? Because we would love to hear that from your perspective. Sure. Um, it was just a... Um, it was kind of a, um, a fun promotion um, that would allow people to collect my original art that can't necessarily afford my regular rates. Um, my, I am, I am very blessed that I have a really, you know, strong collector base throughout the world. So when I, and I'm only one person. So when I create an original piece of art, whether that's a simple sketch or, 
um, a full painting, those pieces are claimed immediately, if not ordered in advance. Um, I, I book out uh, about six to nine months in advance with projects, um, and they're all essentially contracted projects. So I don't, uh, I rarely just create art for the sake of creating art. Um, when I do that, uh, the price can be pretty steep. A price on a simple sketch can be, you know, anywhere from, you know, $400, $500 to $1,500, depending on the size and the complexity and the subject matter. Well, I realize that that's not in everyone's budget. Um, I personally love to collect original art, not only full paintings, but what I love even more are, you know, sketchbooks from artists or little sketches, hand drawings, you know, those raw type of um, illustrations that show me the, the, the kind of the workings of the, uh, of the, the artist's working style and, and his, his or her thought process as, as, you know, they build a creation. Um, there, there's an intimate experience that one can have with an original sketch, you know, seeing the, you know, the, the pencil or pen scratches of the artist's hand. Um, it's, it's raw. It is, um, it's imperfect. And there's something very, as I say, intimate about viewing or owning one of those pieces. You're owning something that that artist actually touched. Um, and unlike a fine art painting, like my original paintings, almost all of my original paintings go to print. So even if you can't, um, even if you're not one of the lucky ones to own an original, um, you can still get that image in print form. Well, for the most part, sketches are not done in print form. Um, so that makes them even that much more special and unique. Right. So what I did was, uh, I, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I think it might have been in May, um, I just had an idea to you know treat my fans a little bit. I was going to do a sketch a day for the entire month, um, all different subjects. And, um, and then every night at 8 PM, I, I put it up on my, uh, on, on my website for sale at only $150. So it was, you know, just one of those things where, um, you know, it was just kind of a, kind of a thing to treat the fans, uh, you know, that have been so loyal to me and, you know, give them a, uh, something that was more affordable than the normal fare. And also a, a plethora of them. I mean, there's, you know, it was, uh, again, giving more people an opportunity to collect that on. So it, it, it was a it was a tremendous promotion. I think we ran it in May. We revisited it in July, and I think I'm going to go ahead and pick that up every now and then. Um, probably just do a little sketch and and put it up on the store and advertise it on my social media. And first one to get it gets it, and um, yeah. uh, it, it, it's a fun thing. Uh, so you'll you'll see that from time to time uh, on my social media or on my website. Yeah. yeah, and you're really active on social media. Yes, <laughs> it's really. I mean, it's refreshing yeah. to see how how much you post. It's it's great because as I started following you more and more after we first met, I really got a, a sense for not only who you are as a person, but all the little nuggets and trinkets of art that you shared mm. along the way. So that's kind of cool for, oh. from an art perspective. Thank you. Lover. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. Thank you. It's just. It's just one of those, you know, one of those tools. Um, I've, I've always been um, the type of artist that is, uh, you know, really a strong believer in promotion, in marketing, in selling my brand. Um, ever since the time I was 17, I mean, that's how I started. And... Um, this is just the latest form, the latest vehicle um, of that, you know, that of that uh, uh, a lot of the latest vehicle to use for that philosophy of, of, of marketing. Um, it's a way for me to stay in touch with my fans. Um, it, I, I think that that's important. I'd like to show the, the, them the working process, you know, that I just don't sit down and, 
and in a few hours create an entire painting. You know, why is someone paying $8,000 for a Kevin John original? Right. Well, because two, two years worth of design and um, thought and composition goes into these pieces before they, um, you know, before they're completed. You know, the, uh, the, uh, the um, Haunted Mansion Ghost Bride painting is a perfect example. She was in development for about two years. Um, the, the jungle cruise piece that I did, I have been thinking about how to interpret the jungle cruise and going through sketches and revisions and study and all of that. Probably that was probably three years leading up to that, to the completion of that piece. So I, I like to give people a look into the studio to, so they can really understand what it really takes to do this job. Um, I think too many times um, it is uh, thought to be kind of a hobby, something that you do is for fun in your spare time, you know, when you're inspired to that sort of thing, or maybe done quickly, you know, oh, sure, he's a bang, got a couple paintings, you know, and whatever. It, it really isn't, it really isn't like that. It's, yeah. At least, at least not for me. Uh, I found that you know my working process, especially the projects that I do with Disney, uh, take a lot longer to to complete. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kevin, how much of your time is spent on Disney versus the sports side of your business now? Uh, are they equal, well, or is it tilted one way or the other? Well, you know, um, initially, you know, for the first three years of, uh, of my contract, oh gosh, it was about, um, uh, it was pretty sports heavy at that time. I had, again, being that I book out so far in advance, um, I was working on projects for leaf trading cards for, uh, tops of baseball cards. Um, I was working on projects for Beckett Media, um, a couple pro athletes. And so I had work booked out that was sports related. However, you know, when I started creating the Disney art, it was, it was though, you know, I was reinventing my, ent- my entire brand. Mm. Um, I had, I had originally built my brand, um, back in high school, um, is when I started when I was 17 years old and it was, um, drawings of historical sites in my hometown of Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, we were right on the lake, so we were in, uh, we were involved in the Battle of Lake Erie, the building of that fleet. Um, so it was a very historical town, and so I really focused on branding myself as a you know historic uh, or maritime artist with, you know, focusing on those points of interest in my town. Um, from there, then I rebranded myself when the opportunity presented itself to create art for some pro athletes. I rebranded myself into, um, you know, the celebrity sports artist. Um, and that, again, to reiterate, that's what brought me um, to the notice of Disney. Um and it takes a while. It's like, um, it's like opening up a new business. You know, you've got to, you know, you're going to struggle for three years, you know, and you're going to work constantly, um, 70 hours a week on that brand, on building that brand. And after three years, if you do all the things right and, and the stars align, then, then people will, start to take notice your collector base builds up and the work becomes in demand and you get the phone calls from all the right people. So for those first three years working under my Disney contract, yeah, I had gosh, probably 75% of my work was with other clients. Um, over the last two years, it's been, um, very heavy Disney. Um, I would say, I would say half of half of the art that I produce, half of the projects that I work on, is is Disney. Wow. Um, 
there and and we met a couple of months or a couple of weeks ago, about eight weeks ago, and um, they essentially mapped out what the next two years are going to look like. Um, there are some very specific things that they like me to be involved in and create art for, and so Disney is going to overtake Kevin John Studios even that much more well, over the next uh, two years. Very cool. They're not going to have you under contract, yeah. but they're certainly going to keep you busy. <laughs> that's right that's right so you mentioned it earlier so now we're looking ahead let's talk a little bit about the epcot international food and wine festival signature art uh what can you tell us about that well i'll tell you um this was one again you want to talk about a piece being in development for for years um i first came to uh the food and wine festival in 1998 and of course, got the T-shirt, got the poster, took it home, and you know, way, way, way in the back of my little artist mind, thought, boy, how cool and awesome that is! That would be to be able to create something like that for Disney, but never in a million years imagining that it would ever happen. It was just not something I pursued. It, it, it seemed to me like such a long shot mm. to create fine art for Disney. It, it just, um, it was just, again, uh, I can't throw a stone in any direction with my eyes closed without hitting an artist that wants to work for Disney. Yeah. I mean, there, I, I get, I get questions Oh, probably, probably once or twice a day with either an email or a private message on Facebook or something asking me, how did I do this? And how do I, you know, how, how can they as an artist do this? Where there's literally a handful of us in the entire world that, that are able to, that have been asked to do this for Disney. Um, so knowing, knowing that is some background, um, when I go to Epcot, you know, we, my girlfriend and I, we'd walk around food and wine and I'd kind of, you know, think about, you know, if I were to ever be able to do a piece like that, mm-hmm. you know, what would it look like? You know, so I've done sketches, all kinds of things here, but really never pursued it with Disney. Again, this is one of those things where, you know, it's, it's not you ask them, it's they ask you to create you know, that signature art for any of the festivals. And, um, the, the ask came, Oh gosh, I want to say maybe six or eight months ago now. <laughs> and, um, so I, I was thrilled. I got to work right away on refining the concepts. Um, that process was, was pretty intense. Um, I, I, there were a lot of things that I wanted to say with the piece. Um, I wanted it to have the look and feel of, um, you know, an old atomic age travel poster, you know, those, mm. you know, fly to, you know, Paris and th- this is what you'll see it on, on at United airlines or whatever. That's, that's kind of a look and feel that I wanted for it. However, I still wanted it to have that Kevin John flavor of, you know, the fine art painting. Um, so that was, it was a slow process to come to that. Um, but I, I believe if, if I ever had an opus, this is it. Um, wow. it's the piece is, boy, it's a special piece. It, it, it really is. Um, it features, if I can kind of explain it, um, in the, in the super foreground of the piece, it's a tall, narrow piece. So in the super foreground, there's a, 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 a wooden wine crate mm-hmm. and on the wine crate are uh, little travel stickers of all of the different com- countries that are featured in, in uh, the world showcase at Epcot on top of that case of wine are, I think seven different glasses of wine or champagne different uh, colors and different shapes of the glasses and a nice big bottle of wine. And then next to it, a plate of food. And then in the background, 
in the, um, I guess you would call it the middle ground. You have the monorail orange, you know, kind of zooming past you. You've got those gorgeous Florida palm trees, you know, reaching up into the sky. And then in the background, you've got Spaceship Earth and um, just that, you know, that beautiful greenery, you know, setting that you find around Epcot. And it, 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 I wanted to, I wanted to really give people um, kind of a, a, a flavor of what it is to uh, be at Epcot for food and wine. Um, so I'm happy to say that the piece will premiere uh, on the 30th of August this year on the opening day of the Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, we are about to, um, uh, uh, we are about to book or, um, um, you guys will have to edit this down. Um, I have to I have to think of the right word. We are about to confirm with from Disney um, my dates for special signings okay. um, of this piece during Food and Wine. I will be doing uh, signings both in the Festival Center of the Food and Wine piece, and then all of the Kevin John art over at the Art of Disney Gallery during Food and Wine. And those dates would, will be listed on kevinjohn.com, kevin-john.com. And I highly suggest that it, um, if you're interested in any of my signings, my new Disney releases, any of the other things uh, that I create, um, any of my appearances, any of that sort of thing, I suggest you go to the website kevinjohn.com, kevin-john.com, and register for the email. Um, that's, how to, that's how to, you know, be a VIP and get the first notice on, on everything. Um, and these signing dates and locations and times will be one of those. But I'm, I am, uh, if I was a betting man, I'd, 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 I'd put it all on me being there for opening day to sign these. The really cool thing is that this is the first year that they're not doing a poster with the art. Mm. They have decided to do framed jacques, limited edition jacques, and also um, the small matted deluxe prints that we, you know, offer as our regular Disney fair as well. So that's a very cool thing that, uh, that has happened uh, with this piece as well. I'm, I'm very proud of this piece, and I, I hope that it, the Disney fans uh, are just as happy with it as, as, as I am. Yeah. I would say uh, to everybody out there, uh, you have to come uh, and get Kevin to sign. He's a great person to meet, a lot of fun, as you can tell. Uh, but you've also been known to put like little embellishments on uh, your art when you sign it. So... Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, again, as, as, as a guy that's been on the other side of that table, um, you know, a guy that has, um, been on the other side of the table of Disney legends, um, to, you know, kind of understand, um, the, the magic in meeting, you know, someone like that and getting some extra special treatment on, you know, that item that you're having autographed. I I get it. So obviously when I had that opportunity to do that for my fans and the people that are so good to collect my work, um, you know, I, I love to go over and beyond to do photos and I've done, you know, selfies and little video shout outs and, um, even I even did a, uh, I had a phone call that I um, a, a guy asked me to call his sister when we were at um, when I was doing my signing at that's will be arts. So I was just you know call her and wish her a happy birthday, you know that sort yeah, of thing. It was right. it was it was cool, you know. So again, it's it's about taking care of the fans and making sure that they have the most magical experience um, possible. Yeah, yeah. You do spend a lot of time uh, with each individual person uh, during the signings. It's not this uh, as as we've coined the phrase "love and shove." You know, give you a little love and shove you out the door. 
it's right, it's right. over an experience. That's a that's a difficult dance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because what you know, what I don't want, obviously, you know, I don't want to have to have people standing in line for a long time. You know, but when I would do, you know, signings at sporting events, I mean, it was nothing to have 1,500 people lined up, yeah. you know, to have me sign the, the lithographs in a, at an arena uh, or a ball game or whatever that day. Um, so I'm used to, you know, trying to, you know, g- give those folks individual attention, you know, and, and, and again, really, you know, spend that two minutes or whatever with them that, again, they waited in line, you know, right. however move the line along in a, in a way that doesn't, um, you know, make people angry that are, you know, way back there, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a delicate, delicate dance, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to see a Kevin John festival of the masters or that we got food and wine done. (laughs) I I think that's the next one, Kevin. Okay. Um, it's not called festival of the masters Uh, anymore. uh It's called, um, the, it's called the, uh, International Festival of the Arts. Um, they've completely rebranded the thing. Um, and to answer your question, I don't think so for this year. They okay. they would have already had to have come to me sure. about that because of you know schedule and everything. So I mean, unless I unless I get the ask here over the next couple of weeks, I. I don't think I'll be doing that one this year. Um, but again, you know, you, you just never know with Disney. Um, that that one is not part of the plan that we've mapped out as of this point. Now, uh, maybe Flower and Garden. I, I don't that I don't know. Um, this I have a I have a feeling if this piece does very well, it won't be my last festival piece for Disney. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it will not be your last. I'm predicting there'll yeah. be many of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I hope and, so. I uh, hope so. Uh, go ahead. What other uh, fun things are coming down the pipeline that you're allowed to share with us? Uh, well, we, in terms of Disney specifically, um, I will be releasing three new pieces at Festival of the Arts this year. Um, that is in January and February again. Um, the three pieces that I'll be releasing are a, uh, 25th anniversary tower of terror painting. Um, very, very cool concept is the exterior of the tower. And I'm putting you, the viewer outside of the gates on Halloween night, 1939. It's sunset and you are, walking up the um, up the pathway through the gardens to attend the special Halloween gala that they had that night, which is uh, essentially when the um, tragedy took place uh, in the, in, in the story um, of the uh, Hollywood hotel. So that's, I'm, I'm very excited about that piece. Um, the second piece is a piece that's titled up the lazy river. And if you can imagine a long, sprawling piece of art with on the left side, you've got Thunder Mountain. Uh, and then as your eye pans from left to right, you see, you know, Lazy River there, you know, with the Liberty Belt round in the corner. Um, some, you know, Tom Sawyer Island, some land in the background off to the right side and in the, in, in the, in the secondary, um, again, a, a, a dusk, uh, piece of, you know, nice indigo sunset, um, and those little popcorn lights on the Liberty Bell will be reflecting on the water. I, the, the, I did a color concept sketch for this piece to, um, uh, to put in front of Disney for their approvals and their go-aheads. And um, I'm really, really excited to um, to put those elements on those little lights reflecting on the water. I think it's going to be very cool. Um, and then the third piece is really exciting. Um, I proposed to Disney that I do a series of pieces based on the small world attraction. Um, wow. This attraction is special to me because two of my favorite 
Disney legend worked on this piece, Wally Crump, and um, of course the incomparable um, Mary Blair. And this first piece that I will release will feature the Polynesian area of Small World. It's my favorite area in the attraction, so let's go with that first. Heck yeah! Um, it will be a it will be a tall, narrow piece. Um, and what we will do is once or twice a year, then I will release another land or another country featured in the attraction. <laughs> and you'll be able to then collect each one and essentially hang them around your house and be able to walk through that attraction virtually, uh, through my paintings hanging on your wall in your, in your home. Wow. Uh, they're going to be, again, tall and narrow, um, you know, so that you'll be able to collect them all. And those will roll out over, you know, heck, the next 10 years. Um, so it'll be, it, it'll be something really exciting to, uh, to do, something exciting for collectors. And, you know, I really think that Walt's message with that attraction of all the children of the world mm you know, kind of living together in, in, in literal harmony. Um, all, be it, they all had different language and different look and different culture. They all were there smiling and happy and singing the same song. Yeah. And I, I think that that's a message that we need now more than ever. Um, our country is fractured and our relationships with folks around the world is fractured. And if I can reignite that message of waltz, that message of, of love and community, no matter who you are or what you look like or where you're from, um, if I can echo that and reignite that in my art, um, this time needs it more than any time that I've known. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. That's amazing. I noticed, uh, I, well, I can't wait to get that. I'm almost thinking I'd love to get them all framed in one big giant panoramic. Of right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Right. Yeah. And then, and then you can have the music piped in your house 24-7. Yeah. No, I'll just get Richard Sherman to play it. <laughs> Why pop it when I can get Richard? Yeah, well, yeah, okay, fine. Go with that. Uh, I saw today on Facebook that you posted about this uh, KJ personal shopping service. Uh, so I find this yeah. intriguing, Kevin. So can you tell us any more about it? Sure, sure. Um, we, we had uh, a kind of a nice problem occur um, Back during the Festival of the Arts, when we released the um, the three pieces that I did last year for the festival, which were the the Haunted Mansion Ghost Bride, the Jungle Cruise piece, and the Sunset Cinderella Castle artwork, um, I had a lot of people message me through social media or send me emails through my website telling me that they can't get to Disney for the festival, um, but they were interested in owning one of those pieces and could they pay me and then I would purchase it from Disney and send it to them signed. Um, I was certainly um, willing and, and happy to oblige. However, the orders, it, it, I'm not set up for that process. You know, that's just, uh, that's just not something that we do. Um, so it was, it was a little cumbersome to get through and, you know, again, tracking all the packages and all that stuff that has to be done. There's, it's not as easy as throwing a package in the mail. You know, there's a lot that goes into it and making sure the right pieces are personalized for the right people and, and all of that thing, all of that type of thing. So my team and I were thinking about this, um, oh gosh, maybe two months ago. And I said, you know what I think I want to do is find um, a handful of these folks that are Disney personal shoppers. And these are people that essentially they have small businesses. They make a living um, by, 
shopping in the parks. They live here in Orlando, and they shop in the parks for people that can't make it here. As you well know, Disney releases all the time limited edition or very rare or short-run um, souvenirs. Yep. And that can be a Dunian Bork bag, or it can be a T-shirt, or an ornament, or any number of items or, or artwork. Yeah. And it's it's kind of a bummer for people that are Disney fans that you know that when those things happen, when their vacations aren't and they can't get here. So these folks have been um, really really smart in building these small businesses for themselves, and they have this clientele and. And I said, those are the folks that we should partner with to accomplish this for my fans. And especially leading up to the Epcot piece, the, the food and wine piece, I, I really think that it's going to be bananas. Um, I am not, uh, I would not be surprised that this piece didn't sell out within the first 30 days of, of its release. It's, it's, I think it's going to have that kind of, of following. Yeah. Um, so what, what we've done is we've kind of screened um, five different uh, professional, personal shoppers. Um, so I have given them my stamp of approval, so to speak. Um, we've all come to terms on what we would like to offer to my fans, my, my clients, my collectors. Um, anyone can go in and buy a piece of Kevin John art and ship it to someone uh, that wants to buy it. You can go on eBay right now and buy Kevin John Disney art. Um, You can order it directly from Disney. However, what you don't get is that personal signature, the personalization, the little sketches or drawings that I do additionally on the, um, you know, on the pieces. Mm -hmm. That is something that these five, personal shoppers are going to be able to offer. Um, They're going to be the only ones that we provide that service for. Um, So it's a very, um, it's a really cool thing that people are going to be able to get something special, uh, even though they don't live uh, here in Orlando or something comes out at the time that they're not going to be here. Um, To find out more about that, Again, if you go to my website, uh, kevinjohn.com, kevin-john.com, there's a pull-down tab there for main menu, and you go there and you look up official official Disney art. You go to that landing page, and from there you'll see the uh, logo for uh, Kevin John approved personal shoppers. You click on that logo, and that'll bring up a page with a menu of five different shoppers, and you can look at their individual websites links right from there and decide who you'd like to work with and then uh, go ahead and place your orders. And then we get together once a month where I sign and personalize all of that art for uh, their clients. And then they, they, they go ahead and ship it on out. And um, the, the nice thing is, is, you know, with every new thing that we do uh, with Disney or with the brand, um, you know, it has to go through the approval process with Disney. Uh, so I had to seek Disney's approval to have this service and have these folks work with me. And they were, um, they were happy to endorse that for me and give me those approvals. So uh, that's a very, very cool thing. These just aren't random people that, you know, you don't know about, you don't know if they can be trusted or not. Right. These are, um, these are five ladies that, uh, I'm very proud to be working with. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a friend, local friend, that does that. And I, when I first saw it, I said, "Hey, you should contact him." And she said, "Yeah, I'm just too busy. I really have the time to add you know, yeah. the, the extra yeah. work." So I said, "Yeah, all right. I get it. Hmm. I get it." Go ahead. Don't. All right. So uh, as we're kind of winding up here, and thank you for all the time you've graciously given us, we wanted to ask about. The other Kevin John branded items that people uh, can purchase, because because you've got more than just pure artwork. Mm. What are some of the other fun things that you offer? Sure. Well, we're always, you know, we are always 
trying new and different things, um, different ways to utilize the art to enhance other products or give folks another way of collecting Kevin John art. And that can be for anything from apparel to, uh, oh gosh, we have Kevin John wine, we have um, Kevin John chocolate, we have Kevin John coffee and um, any number of, of, of other items that, uh, that we have tried over the, over the years. Um, right now, we have um, the Kevin John chocolate is, uh, is available, and we are ramping up an online campaign where, um, they'll be able, where people will be able to order that chocolate if they uh, don't live in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, the, the chocolatier that, that I work with, uh, is a family owned business back in my hometown of Erie, Pennsylvania called Romolo chocolates. And they are just absolutely outstanding. Um, they've been around for, you know, I think, I think 1923, I think somewhere around there, 23 or 24 is when. Uh, the business opened. It's been a family-run business since then, mm-hmm. and they sell uh, literally Kevin John chocolate bars with um, my artwork on the on the wrappers or on the boxes. And those sell in grocery stores all over uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio and New York. Uh, but if you're not there, um, we are trying to figure out uh, some some ways that it can be shipped out and um, has to be packed in dry ice and all that sort of thing. But uh, um, if, if people want it, it, it it's certainly they're available. So look for that um, to come available soon. Um, the wine is sold out right now, so we are looking for a new winery to, to work with. Um, we don't currently have any apparel um, that is up and running, but I stay tuned for... Uh, something special and interesting in 19, uh, 2019 is in terms of, uh, Kevin John apparel. Um, oh, and here's a little, uh, little nugget that will break here on the Disney parks podcast for, uh, like for the first time. Great. Um, I have not talked about this yet, but, um, I am going to be not only, uh, a guest Disney artist, at the Disney Artist Pavilion and at the uh, Festival of the Arts this year. But for one week, and the, the dates are being negotiated right now, so it will be, it'll be seven days, but uh, we, I don't know exactly when, we will have a Kevin John Studios non-Disney Pavilion at the festival this year. Uh, Disney was... Uh, good enough to extend that offer to me, and they wanted to have some of my non-Disney art there as well. Wow. So we'll have that. And at that location this year, we will premiere the first Kevin John ladies handbag. And mm-hmm. it's going to be an extremely limited edition. Uh, they're probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 of these. And that's it. Wow. It'll have, um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, they're going to be, it's going to have a tiki theme to it, uh, with my tiki art on it. It's going to have an original little sketch and hand signature and number on it. They'll be numbered one through whatever, 15, whatever, however many bags there are. Right. Um, a couple other cool little accoutrements that'll, that'll come along with the, uh, with the purse or, or handbag and ladies handbag as, as, as we're calling it. Um, and it's going to be, I, I really think it's going to be something special. It's, you know, my girlfriend and I have been uh, talking about this for, gosh, a couple of years. Um, she collects vintage handbags. Wow. Uh, she probably has, oh gosh, I don't know, 200, you know, handbags, everything from, the, you know, leading back to the turn of the last century all the way through, you know, the 80s and into modern bags. And of course, she loves Dooney and Borks. I mean, I'm, I could I could have built another house with what I've spent on doing the work verses for her, but she has this passion for these bags, and it's a collaboration between her and I to um, to see this project through, and and we're very very excited about it. We're very excited to premiere those um, those items uh, that those those purses there. 
Yeah, that sounds great. I was going to say, I know a certain Thank couple you. that's probably going to get one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, so tell everybody, Kevin, where they can find you on the Internet. Um, you know, all the, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, uh, whatever you have that you want to share, uh, social media. I make it. I make it real easy for people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to kevinjohn.com, kevin-john.com, you go there, scroll down, and you'll see the icons there for Facebook, for Twitter, for Instagram, and my blog. Also, register for that email. It's all right there. Do each and every one of them. That way you can follow along. Mm-hmm. You're never out of the loop. Um, that's the one-stop shop. And you want, to, you want to visit that site because that's the first place that we're going to talk about anything big, anything important. We're going to, we release it on the website first. So that's a place where you guys are going to want to go and, 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 and uh, make sure that you're you know, signed up for those emails. Uh, you know, we, we love to do special promotions for my fans. Sometimes we do, um, you know, special limited edition prints, uh, you know, where we're releasing a print only for a couple hours and you go and you'll, you'll receive an email about that print and you go ahead and buy that print. And within a couple hours, we shut it down then. And that's all the prints that are available ever. Uh, we do that often. We also do fan reward Wednesdays. I love giving stuff away and we do giveaways all the time. Um, and so you, you want to be, you want to stay up on that on, on my Facebook page, um, to be, uh, to be a part of that. Uh, we've got, Oh, we've got Kevin John crayons that, uh, we're going to have up on the site first. I, I, have always, um, uh, kind of talked about, ref, referred to myself as, um, you know, I'm, I'm still the kid in the back of the classroom with crayons mm. and, um, with that, I love, to encourage and inspire young artists or young creative people to pursue and to create and to color outside of the lines. Right. And what better way than to, um, you know, and, and be able to hand out these crayons, boxes of crayons to kids. We do it in the parks. We take a, a purse full, you know, of, um, of crayons when we go to visit the park just to hang out and, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll hand these out to, to kids and, you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful little thing, um, for them, you know, it's something that they, that they personally get from me, but it's also a way for them to explore their creativity. And, um, we're, I've been asked about having those available on my store, on my website. I wasn't originally going to sell them, but I think we'll just have them, you know, up there for, you know, a nominal fee for the shipping or whatever. And, um, and that way people can even get, get their kids, you know, Kevin John crayons. So there's a lot of good stuff there, my blog and all that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, just stay connected with me. We, we have a lot of fun and I have a wonderful fan base from all over the world. And it's very great to see some of the relationships of other fans that have, uh, you know, kind of come together and made friendships through, you know, through my social, through being on my social media pages and through my website and everything, it's really kind of cool. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good place. If you like positivity on the internet, if you love to watch art be developed, if you like talking football and Halloween decorating and mm-hmm. food and, and weightlifting and sports and shopping and Robert Graham shirts and stuff like that, that's all that's that, that those are all my passions and those right. are things that we do all the time on my social so uh come and join the fun yeah i i agree with uh, everything you said 100 percent uh you're definitely Thank very you entertaining on social so uh definitely follow along. thank you yeah uh all right we're gonna wrap it up i can't thank you enough uh once you get all your dates confirmed i'm sure you'll post them in a I'll be able to see them. <laughs> we'll be able to share all yeah. those dates uh, where Kevin's going to be there. And uh, I'm going to pick up a piece this year because I like uh, anything with a monorail in it. Yep. Yeah. So Nice. Yeah. So that's uh, definitely a piece I'm going to have to have. Uh, and if you're in town for Fruit and Wine and Kevin's signing, I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, 
definitely go say hello and get something signed. You know, even bring something, some of your art that you bought that you didn't get signed. Bring that, and Kevin will sign that. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, uh, thank you, Kevin, and we'll make sure uh, we, you know, see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through